What up, what up, everyone? Welcome to the Gaming Attic Pod, episode number 13. I'm a little late this week, but with reason, I wanted to make sure that I got all the news from uh, this PlayStation State of Play that happened today, which is uh, Tuesday the 24th, as I'm recording right now. We got, it was very lackluster, but um, I'm going to get to that towards the end of the pod. First, I'm going to do what I always do, start off with all the games and announcements or you know, releases, news, announcements, all that other shit. Give you guys that first, and then we'll get to the PlayStation State of Play, which just gave us one thing that we were all hoping for. Yay! Okay, now for our news and announcements. So, um, Bungie came out last week and told us that they're going to have a five-year plan for Destiny 2, uh, starting with Shadowkeep, of course, which obviously means we won't be getting to Destiny 3 anytime soon, which I'm very happy about. They're actually putting this game and setting it up to be like a very big MMO. Very happy about that because this is what I wanted in the first place. The moment you got to keep making numbered sequels means your game isn't an MMO. It means that it's just a regular game that we're playing with pay dlc here and there and then you're just gonna drop it like a bad habit and give us something fresh i'm glad they're gonna keep giving us fresh things for at least five more years um this of course which means we're probably gonna have to buy the game over again maybe when ps5 and the next xbox come out hopefully we don't or at least those of us that got stadia probably won't have to do that but um which is a good thing for me because yes i will have stadia on day one in two months i should get that that package but um yeah i'm very thankful for this and you all who play this game should be too uh borderlands 3 is not getting dlc characters so uh the gearbox announced that they looked into the data when it comes to all the dlc characters they put into borderlands 1 and 2 and realized that no one really dedicates any time to them like that um, I remember a lot of people did like the Mech Romancer, though. Uh, I, I remember liking her myself, but they're right because I didn't play with it for that long. Play with her for that long. I didn't try out any of the other new characters and shit like that because you just... Honestly, I feel like after you put in so many hours into the game with one character, work on all of that, and to have to start all over again with a whole nother one, as exciting as new characters sound to us we all we all just it's all hype and most of us don't even play with them like that or don't play with them for a long time but we will still of course get dlc with more story missions and shit like that uh so yeah no no dlc characters of course they're they could change their mind at any time if they want um dc comics writer teases teased that batman a, a batman court of owls game which sounds very exciting he actually tweeted i know rocksteady has been um kind of teasing us with this too but he tweeted on batman day uh scott snyder's the the writer tweeted hashtag beware the court of owls so We'll see where that goes. It was a great story with with the new 52 um, and DC's comics era. So we'll see how to go. I would love to play that story. Plus another Batman game from Rocksteady is something we all want and need. Um, So to help save the environment, PlayStation 5 will include a power saving feature to help with climate change. I know some of you care. I personally don't. Xbox will also make consoles carbon neutral 
whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. I was going to read up on it, but it sounded mad boring. I guess it has to do with saving the earth as well. If any, if you're smart and common sense would tell you that, but in my opinion, uh, I'll be dead before the earth fails. Okay. Whatever. Um, say what you must. Um, Narcos will be getting a game this year. He has the show from Netflix that follows a Pablo Esteban. I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, follows season one of the game. It will be a turn-based strategy game. So at first I thought it was going to be complete shit. But then when they said turn-based strategy, those are like in one of my top categories of games right there. So I think I'm going to take a look at it. And they will have a lot of locations included in the game. And you will have options to upgrade your, your skills or your characters. Um, now, I know I spoke about Google Stadia earlier. But in other news, I know there was a pod back in the day where I said that they had a lot of Google Stadias still available out there. People weren't buying it all up. And if it was a PlayStation or Xbox console, I'm pretty sure the pre-orders would have been sold out. So now um, it looks like Founders Editions of Stadia consoles are sold out. Well, not console, but, you know, packages, whatever are sold out so they're making a, a little base package now for other people that want to do it you just won't get the special controller and i think you're missing out on like maybe two other features but so if you still want to go and grab a stadia early you can for the same price at the founders you're just not going to get every single thing that us early adopters um pre-ordered um what else? Uh, Control, the game that I haven't played, is getting four DLC updates. And one of them might be an Alan Wake crossover since it's made by the devs who um, did Alan Wake. So that should be interesting. Still haven't fallen to the for the Control hype. A lot of people are giving it praise. It still doesn't look that attractive to me. I'll probably play it when it becomes a PlayStation um a free game on Xbox or PlayStation. That's what I'm waiting for. It's not worth my money right now. And that's saying a lot coming from me who buys every fucking thing. Um, and so, oh yeah, we got a new Final Fantasy trailer, which I'm sure by now all of you guys saw. It showed off the Turks and stuff. More battles. Uh, they told us, of course, I told you guys there's going to be turn-based shit and all that in this game now. So that's, that's going to be... Yep, yeah. so... It still looks pretty. still going to be great. We're all loving it. You know, they're hyping us even more. We just want the game already. But in GameStop news now, um, apparently business is going so bad that they're closing down 200 more stores. I even saw a video that leaked of their new layout and floor plans for their GameStop stores. I think my GameStop store kind of sh um They even put out a new layout when I went in there the other day to get Zelda Link's Awakening, um, which I'll talk about later. And yeah, so I don't know how much renovating the stores are going to help because it didn't help. Even when I used to work for GameStop, it didn't do much. Just yeah. So yeah, GameStop's still going down, but still the number one place many of us are still going to go or kids are going to take their parents. Um, and news that people don't care about, Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2, is going to get a new planet to play on this month. And like I said, no one cares. It's too late for that. Um, and Fortnite, and yes, which is still in early fucking access, is adding bots, as in AI players on the maps now, to help newcomers learn the ropes of the game. So if you're new... 
Now you don't have to worry about getting your ass handed to you by all these players and kids who've been playing this shit for years or months now and just know how to build a snap of a button. You know, my my son can't get a damn math problem right, but he could fucking play Fortnite with his day and build a house with his eyes closed. You know, you know, some would say there's a problem with that. I call it a gift. Um, but yeah, so there'll be bots, you know, should be interesting. See how people react to that. But if you're doing um the what you call the competitive matches um they won't be in there but they said the better you get at the game the less bots will show up in your game which is good so you'll have a start getting a mix of real players and bots and you can learn to strategize around that you know so that's good for new players at least Fortnite's doing what they have to to stay on top i'm pretty sure apex legends is probably going to follow suit soon um oh did you guys know that Nintendo just recently, I think yesterday, they celebrated 130 years uh, since they were made. Did you also know, since they came into fruition or whatever, since they started up, that, but did you guys know that the first thing Nintendo ever released was a card game? And no, it wasn't Pokemon, you know, because it's 130 years ago. And apparently, this card game has been lost around the world but you can actually buy it i forgot the name of it i didn't write it down you can actually buy it for a lot of money right now for those who have it in top tier condition um so with that said um i wanted to give you guys what my top five nintendo franchises were for those who actually fucking care uh so i said it's kind of hard because there's a lot of them out there some of them don't have nintendo characters in it but i pick this has to do with all games that are just basically always been exclusive to nintendo consoles or franchises all right so number five, I had WarioWare because I always loved playing WarioWare when back in the days when friends used to come over to play games. Now my friends come over just to drink. But um, yeah, back in the days we used to get on WarioWare and that took up so much of our time. We played that shit to death and it's always a fun time. Even till this day, we're all still waiting for that WarioWare to come on Switch. And now I have my three kids I could play with. So that's going to be fun. Number four is the Pokemon series. Of course, you know, Pokemon was, of course, the first game I got um, when I got a Game Boy. Well, well, no, not Mario was and Street Fighter, but it was the first game that made me keep my Game Boy in my hand for hours. You know, other games I'll probably play for like 30, 40 minutes, put it down. But Pokemon kept us going. That frenzy back in 98 when I was in the fourth grade. And taking Pokemon to school and link cables came out and training with your friends when you got home and battling with your friends. There's nothing like that feeling Pokemon gave us back in the day. Number three, the Legend of Zelda franchise, of course. We all know about it. Started with uh Ocarina of Time for me. Didn't play any of the Super Nintendo ones until I was older. And those were way too hard for me. So that's why I had to get Link's Awakening because I had to see if I could do it now when it while it's reimagined. Uh, but yes, Legend of Zelda. Love Ocarina of Time, love Majora's Mask, love Twilight Princess. All those damn games, man. It, it's it'll never get old. Legend of Zelda will always be have a special place in our hearts, even though it's number three on my list. Number two 
is the Mario series. Of course, you know, Mario had to be number one or two. Recent, I'll let you guys know why it's not number one. It's because Mario just, as much as it's revolution, revolutionized the gaming genre, what we know in 3D gaming since Mario 64. Mario is like the first game that many of our kids played, many of us played, many of our parents played if they didn't play Tetris first. But, um... It, it, it's a staple everyone plays mario everyone has owned a mario game we all know how much mario means to us but my number one is the fire emblem franchise because i think i mentioned a little earlier that i'm obsessed with strategy games i love fire emblem It's one the first strategy game that made me feel some type of like passion towards characters in a game and like permadeath would always get me or cause you to actually want to think before you move make be careful of every move you do i'm actually playing my fire emblem three um three houses still right now and there's a three houses what awakening or whatever fucking fire emblem on the switch right now uh playing that still I actually started over because i didn't like some of the characters that i got killed off and that's how much i love it i'm actually starting the game over when i have so much to play but i love strategy i love games that make me care and i love a great story you guys know and to me mario's story has always mostly been the same so i couldn't put him number one and after a while mario got very very um like easy i guess for kids well i don't mind it being easy because at least i finished the fucking game fast but the stories for mario since he doesn't really talk or nothing never really landed for me fire emblem everything lands for me so with that said let's get to the state of play news okay so like i said earlier and state of play was kind of under you know, most of us were all watching for one thing, and that was to see what they were going to show us with The Last of Us 2, because it was teased to us. It was showed at the end. I will get to that, but first, let me just give you guys a rundown of what they did show. Most of these games are indie games. I think about, like, practically, yeah, most of these was all indie games, with a few exceptions. But, um, yeah, so... They started off with this weird game for this game called Humanity, where they showed a whole bunch of people doing random fucking shit. Comes out next year. Um, then we got a great, great, what I've been waiting for. I'm so tired of just hearing about multiplayer. We got a great Modern Warfare campaign trailer where Captain Price and other girl you'll be playing got to see basically your team, at least some of them. And it showed a lot. Show a lot of locations, show a lot of story. Oh my god, I can't wait for Call of Duty just for the story. Fucking multiplayer, I'll play it, but yeah, I'm there for the story. So glad that it's back. And they did announce that a survival mode is going to be on PS4 first, but they didn't show much of it. I think they just showed like two seconds or some shit. Then went on to the next thing. Um, then they went on to this next weird-ass game called Watam, if I got the title right, because it looked mad weird, too. Comes out in December. Like, you're playing by yourself or in co-op, and, like, one of the characters is a toilet. You can play as a piece of poop. The poop could jump on your head while you're in toilet, and you can flush the poop in your head. And weird shit. Like, I don't know who came up with this shit. It will fucking fail. Like, People who play in this game will be high playing this damn game. And I really hope it's not going to cost any money. It just looks mad stupid. 
Um, then there's another game called Arise, where it's like this one guy surrounded by his family and begin the trailer. Then the screen goes white and he wakes up and you know the basic story he's by himself and he's running around and it looks like journey but this time you have like an actual real person to control. You're going all over the place, showed some platforming elements and shit like that. Um I'm pretty sure he's trying to look for somebody or say something. They show like a child frozen in stone at the end of the trailer so maybe it's his kid he's trying to do something to save his kid but it doesn't interest me at all um then for some reason la nor keeps coming back but um it's out now actually um they showed vr case files i guess it wasn't getting enough attention so they had to put it in here uh so like you're gonna be taking on cases and of course you have the you're you have the vr headset and you just control your hands and shit like that and do what you do in the game just this time you have a front row seat with your head inside the inside the character then they showed us a VR montage because PlayStation VR, none of us really notice how successful it is right now. Some of these games look good. Some look like garbage. Um, nothing yet has still made me want to plug my VR back here because it's just too many fucking wires. I just hope most of these games go on the Oculus Quest, which I do own, and I'll play them on there. Wireless gaming is the way to be. Um, but they showed a game called they show some war game. I didn't get the name down. Didn't care to rewind. Um, some game called Gorn. G-O-R-N. Go ahead and look it up. Because I can't even tell you what that shit's about. A game called Stardust Odyssey. A game called After the Fall. Space Channel 5. That damn dancing game that I haven't heard anything from since the Sega Dreamcast day. Days and I think that was yeah that was all the trailers they showed for for in their little montage. Then they announced that there's a medieval demo. You know the game because I don't know how some people call it medievals. It just looks like medieval. I never knew how to really pronounce the shit. But uh, you put that game with the damn skeleton guy. You guys go around and kill shit with a skeleton. I don't know why that game got such a cult following. Could it look so whack? But yeah, there's a demo out for it now. And if you play the demo, you'll get an exclusive helmet to play with when the real game comes out. Wow. So yeah, shows to show me how whack the game is. But anyway, and yes, you can at me and give me your opinions on that too. Uh, Civilization 6, now that's a fucking great game. It's finally coming to PS4 November 22nd. With all the DLC, not with the game, you will have to pay for it. Um, Milo and Lola are dead. Got another trailer. It's like these man and woman in hell trying to outdrink Satan. And I think you do like all these different mini games depending on how much drinks you had or some shit like that. Looks kind of interesting. Won't play it. They gave us an early look at our PlayStation Plus October free games, which includes MLB The Show 19, which I would have been mad if I didn't trade in my show game already, but thank God I did it. And The Last of Us, um, of course, they were going to put that in. I already set us up to know what was coming last, and not, but not least, uh, which was The Last of, last of Us 2. Which they announced coming February 21st, which I guess gives me 
what, three days to play before I have to put it down and spend time with my wife for Valentine's Day? Oh, no, Valentine's Day is the 14th. Oh, I'm thinking of my friend. I think of a friend's birthday. Okay, so, yeah, I might have maybe pass up on my friend's birthday party that week. But, yeah, so February 21st, and we got to see this great story trailer. You guys know I love story. Um, Basically, we got to see, like, Ellie running solo a lot now. Um, God, I think the girl there she was traveling was a girlfriend. Got to see her in different environments. Some shit looked like it goes down where she's in some type of warehouse, falls through the floor. And at one point, it looks like maybe her girlfriend gets killed. You know, hopefully they didn't ruin that for us. But it does, it might look like, it did look a little like her girlfriend is going to get killed. Sorry for the spoilers, but go look at the trailer. You're going to want to see the trailer if you haven't watched it yet. I did post it on our Gamerish Facebook page if you haven't joined us on there yet. Um, you got to see some different, another, well, not much different variations of the clickers, but you did see one that looks even worse than the ones that just have their one mutated head, one that looked like they had like mouths and holes all over the body. So since this is the future, I guess, of course, some of the clickers have mutated or adapted to the new world. And so there are probably going to be some different versions of there. Of course, the real enemy in The Last of Us is people more than the um, the fucking clickers. And you see um, some gang, I think, God, I can't remember the name of the gang, but the gang they're always teasing in all the other trailers attacks Ellie. You get to see a scene where her mark back is marked up. Something bad happens to her and she says that she's going to get revenge like she's been saying all the time with all the trailers and towards the end of the trailer there's one time where it looks like she's in danger of getting caught by somebody then she gets grabbed by a guy we all knew it was going to be joel you know and it showed the old ass joel and then so i'm guessing maybe he's going to join her in the second half of the game maybe i think the first half of the game because we all know in the last of us when after joel got hurt and we had to play as her by by herself they were going to do that in the beginning first part of the game now just my prediction and then in the second half of the game joel's going to catch up to her and will play as him or still her and this time it's going to be like he's the secondary character but i hope we still get to play as him you never know this is looking to be great it's the last of us two at least we don't have to wait till next gen we're getting it next year and next year will be here sooner than you know it other than that that was the end of the PlayStation State of Play. It is what we all were waiting for. Oh, yeah, they did show, like, um, a Death Stranding PS4 bundle. Forgot to tell you guys that. Has, like, a white PS4 with has the black handprints on it. Then they had um, a yellowish controller, which some people are saying represents um, P. They think it's a P controller. But um, I think it's supposed to represent the little pouch that the um, the bee baby, uh, whatever you call the babies, the little sack that they're in. Those things look orange to me. So, and I think the, the control is like that. But I've seen people online talking about it's like a pee controller letting us hold a controller that's supposed to represent piss. I highly doubt Kojima would do that. Um, other than that, lackluster state of play. We were all just watching it mainly for The Last of Us. Just because of The Last of Us and that Call of Duty um, story trailer, I give this state of play like a 7.5 out of 10.
Okay, so lastly now, just want to talk a little bit about um, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, the, I don't want to say remastered game, but uh, yeah, not, it is remastered, not re-released. Uh, so I've only played probably about three to four hours of it so far, fought my first boss, uh, something I haven't never gotten a chance to do with the original one back in the day because it was just way too fucking hard and I was tired of going back and forth in this game you don't mind going i don't mind going back and forth because it looks beautiful um i do get tired of killing the same enemies over and over again but you know that's just one thing it's the same thing that happened before in the old game uh the dungeons were nice well the dungeon that i've been through <coughs> oh excuse me excuse me my um yeah the dungeons were nice on the environments were nice i like the puzzle elements where like every item you get is like not for no reason it all means something it always has to go to somebody everything you get or collect in that game is a piece of a puzzle that you just have to put together and yes and then like once you finish putting the pieces of that puzzle together it's like the dungeon is your reward and you go in there, you have to figure out, go through all these different rooms. And of course, you're figuring out how you're going to make it through this room because sometimes they lock the door. You Sometimes you just have to kill things. Sometimes you have to find a key. Sometimes you have to move things around. It, this game really makes you think. Um, so it's not like this. I see some people online saying the game was too easy. Uh, I don't find it that easy. Like, of course, right now, the combat, what I played, the boss was easy at first. Um, the, the puzzling was the dungeon was actually easier than getting to the first dungeon to me because there was so much running around and tricks being played on me and i'm just like oh my god please don't get me frustrated i just spent 60 dollars on this fucking game and i don't want to get into the mode in which i wish i never did because I, originally i was gonna wait and not buy this game right away but i felt like let me stop being a little bitch about it let me pick it up Plus, uh, I always need a new game to play every week. It's just my addiction. But, um, yeah, with that said, combat felt good. Uh, you, I never felt like I was in too much danger. Um, unless you're about to fall in a hole. Sometimes it got, it got um, easy enough in which I would try and run past certain things. But then they ended up ganging up on me. I do like the game. I haven't gotten fr I haven't gotten too frustrated with it. There was a point where I did get frustrated, but as soon as I turned it off and turned it back on about an hour later and looked around and tried to do some exploring, it's like, well, you're about to give up in this game. It's like, you just got to keep moving and walking around and talking to everybody because it might have been that one person you didn't talk to or this one um brick you didn't move or or there's one piece of grass you didn't cut that's either hiding the item or waiting to tell you what you had to do next you know and that's something i didn't do you know well i did do but i i forgot i i let's just say i was trying to speed through it and which you can't really do in this game you have to remember the items that you have in your inventory you gotta remember who was asking for what who was where which i like on the map you could go and mark any place that you need you feel you need to return to or you don't want to forget that's there and things like that so they made the game pretty good it's definitely great for beginners to zelda series but it's still challenger challenging for the newcomers there is a hard difficulty on it too i picked normal 
and it's still you know the puzzle elements don't change because you put it on normal maybe the combat might but other than that i like it first impressions are good like i said i've only been on it for about four three three five hours tops i think i played like three hours yesterday two hours today um good game i recommend picking it up and just have patience with it other than that uh unless uh i'll talk about it again if i finish it but that's all i have on that um other games i've been playing so far this week like i said I started over fire emblem just caught up to chapter six where i left off at and so I'm gonna do that shit again uh me and my son are still going through gears five actually as soon as i'm done this shit um we're about to continue playing for another hour or two before i let him go watch his damn smackdown and yeah, they and just been working on Red Dead Online because it really has got me addicted to it again. But I'll talk more about that later once I do a few more things. But as usual, guys, I hope you continue to listen. Hope you enjoyed this pod. Please like and share it if you enjoy it. Please put it on your page. Please, um, any little thing helps if you could follow us on Facebook at the Gamerish page. Facebook is just Gamerish. You'll see our logo there. Instagram, we're Gamerish underscore pod on Instagram. And then if you have any questions, um, anything you want me to talk about or any of us to talk about, you can email us at Gamerish537 at gmail.com. That's all I got for you guys. Um, Until next time, this is Dre. I'm a fucking gaming addict. Peace out.